There has never been a better time than now to come join the Belicio Foods team. Belicio has a new contract in place with plenty of awesome perks for their employees. From increased wages, access to the free health clinic, vacation after six months, and much more, Belicio Foods is committed to putting their employees first. For more information or to apply, visit BelicioFoods.com careers. Take advantage of these great new employee benefits and join the Belicio team today. Visit BelicioFoods.com careers to learn more. Never have our community heroes been more worthy of recognition than today, and Wendy's is here to show thanks for all they do with a free breakfast for a year giveaway. Starting Monday, November 15th through December 9th, we want you to nominate the individuals you feel have gone above and beyond. Just go to yourtotalmedia.com slash communityheroes and give us a line or two about why someone you know deserves free Wendy's breakfast for a year as part of Wendy's Thank You Thursdays campaign throughout this holiday season. That's right, our community heroes have the opportunity to win free breakfast for a year from Wendy's, which includes a delicious breakfast combo. We'll select a community hero every week on Thursday, and you'll hear their inspiring stories on the air. You can nominate anyone who's made an impact in our community. Wendy's wants to reward our dedicated and hardworking individuals because these heroes have kept our communities together and running. Make your nomination today at yourtotalmedia.com communityheroes, and Wendy's will be providing free breakfast for a year to those deserving individuals. everyone want for Christmas this year? All Christmas music all day! Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Get that <laughs> tissue out of here. Good grief. It took over the whole desk. <laughs> um, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV. Of course, Jennifer here with... Me. James Hamilton. Woo! The bench warmer. And the crowd goes wild. The yeah. bench warmer. Yep. Whatever. No one else. No one no else was one willing else to do it. Likes us. <laughs> no one else was willing to come in. You know, James and I have kind of gotten a complex in this Uh-oh. in this little studio here because we're kind of like we wonder if we just disappear if anyone would even notice because we're kind of here by ourselves. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like. Do you think? I kind of like that <laughs> the idea of being kind of by yourself. Do you think if we just weren't here, anyone would notice? Yeah, I think eventually. Okay. <laughs> I think eventually. Uh, Rick Sims and James Wolf and some of our other, <laughs> of other loyal folks. listeners would get angry and that's true. demand that we return. That's true. That's true. Uh, they'd notice before yeah, <laughs> the office. Probably. <laughs> Anywho, no. Uh, thank you for tuning in today. And, um, you know, a couple of days till Christmas. Three days until Christmas. Wow. Courtney Christ. told me that she braved... Chillicothe yesterday went to some of the stores. She Honey. said it wasn't that bad. I oh. didn't believe her. No, because I was in Chillicothe on Monday. Yeah. On in the downtown part and attempted to head down Bridge Street. Yeah. Wasn't happening. Oh. N- no, 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 no. Like <laughs> mm. And I thought, not even worth it. No, yeah. not going to. Because typically yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to run in this store and this store and whatever. And I was like, highway. Yep. 
<laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, it is. Chillicothe is quite the. Um, it gets pretty hectic sure there does. on Bridge Street. So, and yeah. I don't know what they could do about it because they can't make it wider. And they know. tried to. They redid the ramp things, and yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a. It's just a mess. I don't know. Just a big old mess. Well, I don't know. When I lived in Athens, it, the traffic on uh, State, State Street, Street was, I mean, it was Equal. really a problem. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. And they, I mean, they improved it quite a bit when they added like an extra lane to the exit ramps mm-hmm. and some things like that. But yeah, it's still bad. You know. But the worst thing about State Street in Athens was just like, I don't I mean I don't know anything about paving roads, but they must not have like done the underlayer the way they were supposed to or whatever because it just every winter there's just potholes everywhere. Just, so on top of the traffic, you're also like swir- switching lanes <laughs> constantly, running the gauntlet trying right, to get through to avoid all the potholes. <laughs> oh man! And then when they did that big renovation, I think they mostly fixed that. But also, I moved away like about that same time. Of course. So I'd not experienced didn't experience it as much after that. Yeah. I'll tell you, in Athens, the the people that I would be most angry would be the folks up in the in the plains because they uh, closing the, that exit. They closed that exit there to like the um, was it the messenger Johnson Road where the Athens Messenger Holy Building is. Holy moly! Yeah. And you can't you can't either exit or enter the highway now from that side of the oh, road. Oh, you can't turn right out of there. No, oh, I thought you could turn right onto the no. highway. And it's um, it's a mess. So you yeah. have to go all the way back through the plains and down to the highway or whatever that road is. Yeah, that the ends old, up. old, old whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. If you're like a Clips Company store or something like that, um, which is a restaurant yeah. over there, I would be furious. Yeah. I mean, I that was so a dangerous intersection. Them. But like, what are you going to do? Put a traffic light there? Right. Like, but I don't know that closing it, it was the, <laughs> was the well, answer. I mean, well, I mean, I guess the only option would have been to build an overpass. Yeah. And then that's like millions and millions of dollars. Hey, we built one at well, McCarty yeah, Lane and right, Richmondale. Right. For, yeah. I mean, overpass to nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of people don't like it being there. <laughs> So yeah, weird, but that's but I don't know. the only other thing I could think of that they could do. Yeah, no, it was definitely a dangerous intersection, but it seems to me like there would have been an alternative other than just... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I think they... Especially for the businesses yeah. down that end. I mean, I think that's something that they struggled with for years and years and years, yeah. and they're finally just like, you know, the, <laughs> we've got to do something and we can't afford to do anything else, so we're just going to... Just close her just up. Just close it, yeah. So, yeah, that's a that's kind of a... Wild thing. But anyway, so that's your traffic report for the day. Oh, man. I wish we had a traffic helicopter. We'd be like, here's Pete Wilson in the traffic copter. So my um, friend, so Angie uh, Skinner. Did she work in a traffic copter? So, yeah. So this is a good story. And I think we mentioned it when when she she was was on the show. Um, Angie Edwards, I went to school, high school with her and then college with her. She was my big in the sorority and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, so that's how I got my internship at WNCI. Yeah. Because, and I interned with the morning zoo, which was a total hoot, by the way, and so much fun. But, um, yeah, she was the traffic reporter. Yeah. That's cool. So, like, she graduated from college, and that was her job. She yeah. went out in the helicopter several times a day and did the traffic report. Man. For WNCI. Several times a day. Yeah. That would, like, 
I don't know how fast would that the novelty of doing that wear off if you had to do it two or three <laughs> times a day. I don't know. I mean, I think that would get a or little like, bit old. Get, yeah, or you'd get like jaded, and I don't know. That'd be so. I mean, that'd be really cool, but I don't think I'd want to do three. Look at that wreck. That one's awesome. Oh, <laughs> Follow that white bronco. <laughs> All of that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that actually was a thing. Yeah. Back then, and um, that is how I got my internship. Yeah. So I thank her all the time for that because that was a really cool experience getting to, to hang out with. Um, I mean, you have to think that the morning zoo back then was probably the, I mean, hands down the most listened to morning mm-hmm. show in Columbus and the yeah. surrounding area. So it was a blast. And they gave everybody, all the interns, um, nicknames. Oh, yeah. So do we, need, do we need a drum roll for this nickname? Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> so everyone had like the cute nicknames. Like there was one guy yeah. who looked like Conan O'Brien, so his name was Conan. And then there was this one girl, and she was super cute and tiny, tiny. So they named yeah. her Fifel, like Fifel the Mouse, you okay. know. From you know, and so I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder what my nickname is going to be. Yeah. And so we get there, and they're like, oh yeah, you're from Jackson, like Angie. You're from like down in the sticks, and they're like, oh, we're gonna name her Daisy or something. You know, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. They named me Goober. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny. I'm like, really? You named me, you're going to name me Goober. And they were like, yeah, Goober. That's it. Nailed it. So, yeah. yeah. So you'd go out in public and people would be like, Goober. Yeah. <laughs> like, but this was just on the radio, right? This yeah, wasn't on was. television, so no, it was yeah. just on the radio. And but you know, you had to make p- appearances and right. stuff, so everyone knew who you were. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I got that name. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Goober. Yep. Main Street TV with Goober with and Goober. Jimmy. And then if I got real lucky, they would be kidding with me and call me Booger on top of that oh, no. because, you know, Goober and Booger are just obviously you can. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, it's just it's just right there. Yeah. It's so close. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Comment uh, your ideas for bad ra- radio nicknames. For yes. Jen and myself. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what. No, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Let's hear it. Let's let's come see on. Yep. Bring it on. Give them to us. We need an intern so we can give them a horrible name. We do. We've been too nice to the interns. I know. We've had we the just last called them their summers. names. Yeah. What the heck are <laughs> we, we treat, thinking? We treated them with, re- <laughs> with respect. respect and dignity. <laughs> what were we doing? <laughs> Anyone want to intern for this morning yep. show? Let us know. We will give you quite a creative nickname, we yep. promise. Yeah. So, so um, like in Revenge of the Nerds, the guy that was Booger. Booger, yeah. Like, why do they call him that? <laughs> <laughs> why do they call him Booger? That movie. You know, Jamie and I were talking the other day about things that even, I mean, 10 years ago that were said in movies and shows and whatever, that if you would say it today, yeah. the world would come to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just so... Um, yeah. Amazing to me how much how politically correct we've yeah. become. Oh man, what was I was I watched some something yesterday or the day before, that? and it was something that like I hadn't seen in years and years and years. I was like, wow, I can't believe how cringy this is. The Golden <laughs> like, it's Girls, not even that old. The Golden Girls is yeah. so inappropriate. Yeah. Like if you and I watch it constantly. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm just like, I don't know how they don't get taken down the road other than their four cute old ladies yeah. that like everyone just goes, oh, <laughs> and it's yeah. the golden girls and whatever. But I mean, they say some horrible things. Yeah. Show's funny, man. It is funny. Did you know that there was like a Golden Girls spinoff show like after the original show ended? And there's like a spinoff where they're like running a hotel or something like that. No. Yeah. So like the original show was on like ABC or whatever. And like their contract ran out and they, you know, they tried to renew it or whatever and it didn't work out and it ended. And then when the contract ended, they tore down all the sets and everything. Yeah. And then like another network, like NBC or whoever came in, they're like, well, we'll we'll pay the money to like keep it going or whatever. But they'd already destroyed all the sets and stuff. Yeah. So they're just like, all right, well, we're going to have to use other sets. Like, what do we have? And they're like, well, we have this hotel. (laughs) They're like, okay, the Golden Girls are now managing a hotel. No. Yeah. So this, I mean, this is I can't remember what it was called. Comment if you know the name of the show. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, this is Golden Girls spinoff show that only lasted like a season or whatever, where where they have a hotel. And I think it's only three of them. I think one of the four, like, didn't yeah, come back. Yeah, well, because B. Arthur got married in the final episode. Yeah. And yeah, so it may have been her that didn't return. Well, I think she was always the one that was, um, like, behind the scenes in contract mm-hmm. negotiations and stuff. I think, by all accounts, she was rough to work with. I don't know. Because I mean, she, um, yeah, I think she was the one that always kind of was, like... The Golden Palace is what it was called. Nuh-uh. Yeah. So it ran from 92 to 93. Uh, So it's without B. Arthur. Yeah. Uh, She is is in two episodes. Yeah, it originally aired on CBS. How do we find episodes of it? Well, that's a good question. Can you watch it anywhere? Can you watch it? Let's see. Um... The Golden Palace. Why do I not know this? I don't know. How do you know this and I don't know this? It's on Hulu, apparently. No, that's the original series. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I know that, honestly. (laughs) Did you all know that? I had no idea. How are we going to... I have to watch this. It must not have been very good or they didn't... They wouldn't have... uh... Well, I mean, it's got a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, the interesting thing is, I mean, who knew when they did the Golden Girls that it would become the cult, you know, well, classic that it, I mean, people of all ages watch the Golden Girls. Yeah. Well, Why? I mean, TV in general, like it, you know, the concept of syndication, like reruns, like wasn't really baked into like the original concept of television. Sure. So like they do a show and then like that was it. They never thought anybody would see it again. And then like, you know, I, I guess starting in the seventies and then it really took off like in the eighties reruns and stuff's just on all the time. Do you think though, because it's just kind of like, I don't want to say the golden girls is timeless because, mm-hmm. um, that's not really necessarily the word, but I think it's so relatable. Yeah. No matter what generation yeah. you're from. Well, and then the things that they yeah. do and the jokes. And I the also think funny the stories. fact that like they were older in the show makes the fact that the show now looks old. Like, well, yeah, they're old. It should look old. Right. Right. Yeah. So, like, like it's more it, believable. Right. Like it doesn't feel dated in the same way that like say Saved by the Bell does. Right. Because like it's so, I mean, Saved by the Bell is very of its time, but yeah. 
Sure. But then you think about friends. I mean, right. my goodness. But I think friends seems dated now. Do you? Yeah. Like, and I think that, um, so why is it still so popular? Just because it was well, such I a feel, good show. I but feel, again, I think it's just so relatable. Yeah. Like no matter what I, era you're yeah. in. That I don't know. I think friend, is. friends is a very Gen X thing and millennials don't like friends. Oh, really? I, I mean, I can't, obviously can't speak for my entire generation, but I think largely like friends feels like, I don't know fake and less sincere than shows that kind of came after it. Maybe. Because like, you know, they live in New York and they've got like these big apartments and like, they've got like good paying careers and things like that. And like, that's just not the reality that a lot of millennials have experienced. And I think it's, so they're taking it literally. Yeah. And I think that show comes off as insincere to Uh, a lot of people. Gotcha. Well, it must be uh, sincere to somebody because it's on 24 seven. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess no that's... Well, I mean, I guess if you're that's up the in other, the middle of the night and you yeah. like friends, you're yeah. in good shape. But I guess that's the other thing. Like, no millennials are watching cable at the middle, in the middle of the that's night. That's true. Right? Like, we're watching, you know, Disney Plus and Netflix and all that stuff. True. We're, we're just watching The Office all the time. <laughs> that's what millennials do. We just watch The Office nonstop. <laughs> so, The Office is your friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. People, people just love The Office. People love The Office watch, more now than they love The Office when The Office was on. Well, and I think that's kind of that way with Friends too. Like I think yeah. that I never watched Friends when it was well, when I, it was first on. Yeah, I well, I was like a junior or senior in high school when the last season of Friends came out, and it was like the thing for a minute. Like mm-hmm. everybody was talking about Friends, and then when I did my study abroad thing in Wales, like two years later, like they must have just been getting it because it was like the thing then too. You're like, oh no, not <laughs> again. Yeah, like this, this is back. Um, God, yeah. You, you know, there were shows like like Dawson's Creek and yeah. some of those that are just like yeah. like cringe worthy now. Thinking back oh, about yeah. it, yeah, a lot of that stuff was. You have a. Teenage boy and girl sneaking into each other's rooms at night, crawling through windows, and nobody thinks that's weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> come us, on. <laughs> well, us millennials, we were all raised on Carissa Explains It All. I love Carissa which, Explains uh, It All. You know, a boy crawling in her window was kind of like the plot of every episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and nobody thought that was weird. But again, that was less, that was just like a tongue in cheek show. Right. Like, it was very. I think Dawson's Creek was more serious and like, I don't know. It was a little creepy. But anyways. I don't know. I never watched Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah. I was a little too young for it. Yeah. 90210. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about, I mean, just my generation, scandalous, soap opera, awesome show. 90210 was it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had Melrose Place right after it, which was even way spicier right yeah well i I mean again i never watched either of those shows but i did watch uh entourage and they made fun of milrose place a lot entourage is a fantastic (laughs) show i forgot about that one you watched the movie yes so bad yeah (laughs) so bad yep (laughs) that was yeah that was a good one too what a good just a good premise for a show yeah. Famous guy in his, his entourage. <laughs> Rich white guy has yeah. everything go his way. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty pretty uh yeah. rich white guy and uh pretty everybody else, girls and whatever. Yeah. All right. So what the heck's going on? And I know you had well, some maybe some news stuff. Yeah. Or? Well, I got a couple things here. Todd Compson, Telegram sports editor, yes. sent me a couple things. 
Uh, last night, uh, Minford defeated the Jackson Ironmen 58 to 53. Super close game. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so, Jackson, they are 500 on the season at 3 and 3, and Minford okay. is 6 and 2. Uh, let me f- trying to see who this is in the photo. He wrote, he sent me about three paragraphs. I can't see that far. <laughs> more than we need. Um, yeah. So that, yeah. So Jackson's three and three in the season. They play Oak Hill tomorrow night. Okay. First time in like 10 years, Oak Hill and Jackson varsity basketball has played. I thought that was cool. Uh, Pete was mentioning that yeah. yesterday, like getting back to the county, like kind of mm-hmm. just why not? Yeah. Like that's just a fun game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it probably just got to a point where it just wasn't competitive for a few years and they stopped doing it for that Maybe. reason, I guess. <clears throat> but I mean, then Oak Hill had that string of really strong teams where they probably would have been, you know, competitive right. with little bigger schools. And I'm sure that they were, but just for whatever reason, Jackson wasn't one of them. Just got out of the habit. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's cool getting some of those county county rivalry county games back together. Yeah, going yeah. back together. I mean, and it's just, you know, it's it's easy. You can travel 10 minutes down the road either way and yeah. you know, that's how it should be. Yeah. You I mean, should, I would you should have that I, game. I mean, I would I would definitely rather take a school bus from Oak Hill to Jackson than take a school bus from Oak Hill to Ironton. Right? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> the worst. Oh my gosh. I Every time I go down that road I'm like, "Can you believe that we used to take a school bus here. <laughs> like we went to so Menford dangerous. like a few weeks ago and dad was telling us stories. Like, yeah, I remember coming up here like for a basketball game or whatever. He's like right there's where the bus driver took a wrong turn and got lost. <laughs> and then like a couple miles up the road, he's like right there. That side road is where he came, came, came out, back out. <laughs> came back out and got on the right road. <laughs> Can you imagine getting lost in a school bus on one of those windy, like, well, backcountry yeah, well, roads? Yeah, well, especially, like, doing it, like, in the, you know, 80s or the 90s. Right, you didn't have GPS. Yeah, you didn't, didn't have, have phones. You didn't have anything. I mean, they might have had radios, but. Probably wasn't anyone on the yeah, other end. Yeah, there wasn't anybody on the other end if it was, like, at night. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No. Crazy no, stuff. I would not. I would not want to be a bus driver. No. Uh, I mean, speaking no. of bus drivers, I mean, it's right. Yeah, so, like. That Wilson bus driver that hit that light post. I mean, so yeah. there's an article in the today's yep, telegram that's today's right telegram. here. Pick that you up. You know, that bus driver was cited for that. Um, bus driver in the Wilson School District was cited following a crash that occurred Wednesday. According to reports from the Wilson Police Department, officers were dispatched to the school located on Missouri Avenue. Blah, 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 blah. Laura Wall, age 63 of Wilson, struck a light pole. The bus was carrying a total of 25 students at the time of the crash, three of whom were transported to Holzer Medical Center in Jackson by Jackson County Emergency Medical Services with suspected minor injuries. The Wilson uh, Police Department report does not list the cause of the crash and only states that the bus was traveling northbound when it went into hmm. the right side, right-hand side of the roadway and struck a light pole. The 2020 <clears throat> model Thomas-built self-T liner bus sustained disabling damage and was towed from the scene by Ron's garage. Man. So, yeah, I don't want to be a bus driver. No, I listen, I know 
how we used to act on the bus. Oh, I know. And you think about it's horrible. Like I, there is not a snowball's chance in Hades that I would ever, ever yeah. be a bus driver. Talk, so God yeah. bless you. Talk about if a you thankless are. job. Oh my gosh, yeah. no way. Uh uh-uh. uh, and be responsible for all those kids that 40 are like so people's just, children. The, yeah, like, the forty rowdiest like twelve year olds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've no, ever been thank around. you. Um, driving them for hours. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. No way. No, thank you all you. are saints. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, <laughs> staying with uh Wilson and getting back to sports. Yeah. Uh, River Valley last night snapped Wilson. Uh, River Valley snapped Wellston's five-game winning streak. Oh no! Yeah. Um, so they Wellston lost to River Valley forty, or excuse me, fifty-one to forty-three. And so that full story will be in Saturday's paper. Okay. Yeah. So you can but, read all about it. Yep. But that's just a couple sports stories that Todd sent me this morning. I thought I'd mention it. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Appreciate it. And you know, it's when it comes to high school sports and and things like that, you want to get that news out as soon as possible. Yeah. Well, I know people, yeah. especially with basketball, basketball you have season, so many games, there's so many games all the time. Is, yeah. I yeah, it's keep it updated. It is, yeah, it is literally impossible to cover <laughs> all those games. Yep. I mean, we there. Are, Four schools that we cover. Yes. And they play like four basketball games a week. <laughs> it's a lot yeah. to cover. And I mean, be it's all impossible. The, all these places at one yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, it's hard enough when there's four football games on the same day. Right. <laughs> and now this, each school has four every week <laughs> for basketball. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't know how they do that, how they pick and choose. That's not our department either, yeah. is it? No. It's a good so thing. They, it's a good thing they don't out. trust us with no, like any of the real. Decisions. They just let us hang out in this room. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Here's a room. Shut the door." Yeah, just please, just you, you two go <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> Y'all are too mouthy and cause too much trouble. Oh, no. Hey, let's talk about Christmas music for a minute. Okay, let's do it. And the fact that. Um, on the radio here at Total Media, um, both WKOV and uh, 97.7 um, mm-hmm. will be playing... All day Christmas music. Yes. All day Christmas Eve, all day Christmas Day, all Christmas music, all the time. And yep. the cool thing is, if you don't have a radio, you can uh, just download the Total Media Radio app. To your right. phone, if you haven't done it yet. Literally, yeah. it takes about three seconds for it yeah. to download. And then you can just click on one of the radio stations. You can listen mm-hmm. on your phone while, you know, you're having Christmas dinner or Christmas Eve dinner. Or you're wrapping presents or whatever. Yep. And then also you can listen on your computer, right? Yep, and Alexa. And and your yep. Alexa you device. You just say, Alexa, open Mix 96 FM. Who, who's radio? Does just anybody do it? <laughs> um, speaking of that, uh, we, we just got a comment talking about the basketball games of the radio. Yes. Uh, Rick Sim said, Pete amazed me last night at how well he's able to keep the stats and keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. It that's is a true. tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's um, years of, we're not going to say Pete's old, so we're just going to say he's very experienced. He is experienced. Yes. Not old. He has experience. Yep. He's <laughs> been doing what he's been doing it since he was in high school, he says. Yep. Yep. Couple just a couple, couple of, of games ago. under his belt. Yeah, yeah. A few years ago. A few years ago. That's right. Do we have any other comments? Anyone come up with any uh, nicknames for us? Uh, no, we don't have any nicknames. Let's okay. hear let's hear those bad radio nicknames, guys. 
Yeah, send us some some bad nicknames. We'll we may take you up on it. Yep. You never never know. So, um, okay, I have some Christmas trivia for you. Okay, are you all ready for this? All right, let's see how good Comment, you are. Yeah, leave your answers in the comments. Yeah, let's see how good you all are. Um, let's see. I asked you a couple of them the other day. Um, let's see. Well, we were talking about Miracle on 34th Street the other day because okay. they did a play right. in Chillicothe. Right. Very, very cool. Musical, all of that. Um, what year did the original Miracle on 34th Street release? 1942. 42? You think it's 42? Yeah. You're close. 47. 47. Yep. Very good. Good job. Getting the right decade. That's, yep. that's pretty good. Um, let's see. Some of them are kind of... Are you an old Christmas movie buff? Like uh, White Older Christmas? Older than Miracle on 34th Street? Yeah, White I, Christmas. I've seen White Christmas. Um, what character does Bing Crosby portray in oh, White I have, Christmas? I have no idea what the character's name is. I didn't know what his character's <laughs> name was it's either. Bing. <laughs> it's, it's Bing. Like, no one has ever called him by the character's name. It's like, oh, it's Bing, Bing Crosby. Crosby. Yeah. Uh, Captain Bob Wallace. <laughs> Captain Bob. Captain Bob. Why don't they just call him Captain Bing? I don't know. Bing, Captain Bing, Captain, Captain Bing. Bob. Captain Bing and Captain Bob. Here's one that you should know. Okay. All of you should know this because it's all over Christmas t-shirts as well. All right. What are the names of the neighbors in Christmas Vacation? Um, so, well, Why is the floor all wet? Yeah, one, one of them's Margo. I can't remember the guy's name. Is it? Why is the floor all wet, Margo? Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. I don't know. Todd. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Margo, of course, played by Julie Louis-Dreyfus yes. of Seinfeld. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And there, I did not know this. Their names are Todd and Margo Chester. I didn't okay. know that Chester was their last name. I'm sure it's in probably there somewhere. Probably never says it. it might, it's probably written on the mailbox or something in the background. Yeah. It, maybe. that's yeah. yeah. Or on a piece of mail or something somewhere. Um... Let's see. <laughs> I don't know, Margo. There's stereo that? in that movie that gets destroyed by the ice or whatever. It's like the weirdest looking, <laughs> like most 80s like thing ever. <laughs> but it was like so probably expensive. Oh, I'm back sure then. it was. But like today um, it's just like, what is that? <laughs> their house was so bougie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was. All, For it, that time yeah, period. Right. But it all came from like Sharper Image or you know, some <laughs> store like that. I don't know, Todd. Yeah, yeah that's classic. Um, okay, let's see. What is the full name of George Bailey's guardian angel in It's a Wonderful Life? Man, I feel like I used to know this. Do you know the All first right. name? No, I can't remember it. I feel like this is the something angel? that... Yeah, it's... I'm gonna when I hear it, it's gonna ring a bell, but I can't remember it. All right, starts with a C. Give me all right. Comment, comment in here if you remember what the angel's name was. Help James out. Yeah, because I'm not gonna tell him. I will say it starts with a C. Man, yeah. I, I when I hear it, I'm gonna remember it. But you're gonna it's be just, kicking your it's own not, rear end. It's, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna come to it. Um, but yeah, the angel from uh, shoot, what's it? What's the it's movie a called? Life. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, so comment Let us know the name what it of the is. angel yep. from It's a Wonderful Life. 
Do you know this one in Frosty the Snowman, um, the name of the magician? I would have never known that. No, I don't know. I don't know that one either. It's like the clay, yeah. clay whatever. No, yeah, I remember Clarence. Yes, Clarence. Yeah. His name is Clarence Oddbody. Oh, yeah. I didn't know the last name. I knew Clarence. Um, in Frosty the Snowman, the name of the magician is Professor Hinkle. Okay. I did not know that. So, all right, last one. Oh, I have two more, actually. What is the... Um, what Cheers actor narrated several Disney Christmas classics, including Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas? Well, I mean, I guess Kelsey Grammer is probably the obvious choice. Good job. Yeah. It is. Yep. Kelsey Grammer. And what is the highest, not because I asked you what the best selling Christmas movie of all time was, mm -hmm. which was The Grinch. Okay. But what is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? I mean, I'm going to say The Grinch again. It's not the Grinch. Okay. Else. Are we adjusting for inflation? I mean, I, I don't know. It's not recent. Let's put it okay. that way. Um, highest grossing Christmas film. It's not recent. And the definition of recent could be very broad. <laughs> it's all relative. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I guess I'll go Home Alone again. Yep. Yep. Home Alone. So forced Jamie to watch Home Alone and Home Alone 2 last yeah. night. I thought he was going to strangle me, but he yep. didn't. So I'm here today. Very good. Yeah. Of course, I didn't make it all the way Home Alone 2 because I fell yeah. asleep. But, yeah. You know, I can't stay up past, you know, 930 or whatever <laughs> it is. So so I don't know. What Christmas movies do you all like out there? I don't know, but I'm impressed that we two people got Clarence Oddbody now. So. Oh. Shout shout out shout out to everybody Good that job. do that. Yeah, very heck impressive. Yeah. That is impressive. Very impressive. You got it. Favorite Christmas man. I I feel like I've mentioned this before, but it's it's the Muppets Christmas Carol. I know you said that. Have That's, you seen Have you seen it before? I don't know before? that I've ever seen that. So it's um shoot now I'm blank. It's Michael Caine is Scrooge. Okay, and he just plays it like super straight, and like everything else is so wacky for the most part. <laughs> And he plays it like totally straight and it ma it just makes it so funny. <laughs> and like the music is super catchy and yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the best. Just cute. Now I feel it's like I have to watch it. You should. I mean, you know, if like Muppet singing is not your bag, you're not going to enjoy it. How do you not but, like Muppet singing though? Like they're so adorable. Yeah. I mean, I think so, but I, I guess so I can cute. see how some people could maybe find, find it a little irritating. You got to be a little bit of a kid at heart to, yeah. to like it. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it really is good, though. Yeah. I'll have to tune in and, yeah. and see that. There's so many versions of A Christmas mm -hmm. Carol that it's like, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah, so this was the first Muppets movie that came out after Jim Henson passed away. Okay. It's directed by his son, whose name is... Oh, I forget his first name. But it's Jim Henson's son is directing it. And it's also the first Muppets movie that is directly adapt adapted from source material. The previous ones were all orig totally original screenplays. Gotcha. So it's really interesting for that reason, too. And yeah. it kind of spawned a series of, like, the Muppets movies that were, you know, based on, like, classic, like, literature and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Like the Treasure Island one, which I also think is really fun. Because that one's got uh, Tim Curry yeah. in it. And, you know, he's amazing. He's like eating up the scenery. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But the Muppets Christmas Carol is really great. 
We'll have to it's watch very it funny. and see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rick Sim says the 1951 Christmas Carol. I'm sure that is a perfectly fine version, Rick. Mm-hmm. Or I said Rick Sims. Or yeah, sorry, that was Rick Sims. Another Rick popped up right after him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that is a perfectly fine version of a Christmas yeah. Carol, but I'll it does not was... have Muppets in it, and I'm pretty sure it doesn't have singing in it. It's probably black and white too. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it's black and white. Um, I can't think. I, I feel like that was like the first. Hollywood version of it. And I can't think who it was that played Scrooge, but that is a pretty famous, yeah, well-known version of well, it. Well, I think, you know, when you go back and, and you know, either you like classics or you mm-hmm. like remakes, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, some people are kind of turned off by things that, like, look old. Yeah. Anything it's that's in black and white. or, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, you know, movies are just, were just paced so slowly back then. Mm-hmm. And just, like, you know, the the way that they, like, transition from scenes and stuff like that like it's just so clunky well by, like, you modern. didn't have all the bells and whistles right. of computer generation well, and all that yeah. stuff it's but that's even, what makes it right. more interesting too yeah. is that they had to work with what mm-hmm. they it's like western movies yeah my gosh i mean they used to they used to make western movies in like two days and they just yeah. churned them out yeah it's crazy i watched uh this like mini documentary last night This is something I just stumbled across on YouTube, and it was so funny. And it was about uh, movies that were produced by the WWE, like, you know, Vince McMahon and the wrestling people. Oh, my God. And so, like, I mean, they just, you know, they just made this insane slew of, like, terrible direct-to-DVD movies for a um, long time. What was that one that The Rock was in that... Well, The Rock's in a bunch of them. So, The Rock, they did... So WWE co-produced two movies with The Rock, Walking Tall. Walking Tall is what I'm thinking of. It was so bad. I can't think what the other one was called. But like they made they made those movies for like twenty million dollars or whatever, or maybe even less than that, which is not a lot for like a Hollywood movie. Correct. And they made crazy money like at the box office, right? (laughs) And so the WWE was like, "Well, we can do this with everybody," and (laughs) and they just started like. Just like making like all these terrible movies of like every genre, <laughs> oh and like gosh. they just all flop. They just like all, they were just like that. all flops. And then they found like, well, if we make these movies for like five million dollars and put them in Walmart like on DVD for like twelve dollars, we can still <laughs> make like forty million dollars on these terrible movies. So they just start like turning like oh, even no. more and more, and like they're they're. A lot of them don't have, like, they don't even have, like, wrestlers in them. They don't have anything to do with wrestling. Like, they made a movie with Willie Nelson. <laughs> like, it's all this, like, really bizarre stuff. That's so funny. But, yeah, but they just, like, found this soup. And, you know, of course, nobody buys DVDs anymore. So, it kind of yeah. <clears throat> put a, you know, a stop to it a little bit. But, yeah, they're like, man, if we make if we make these movies for, like, under $7 million and, like, get them in Walmart, like, we can still make, like, $40 million, like, no matter how bad it is. Oh, that's so horrible. Well, I remember that Walking Tall when it first came out, and I was like, oh, because it's The Rock, you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was bad, bad, bad. Yeah. And that was probably one of the best ones that they did. Right, yeah. I mean, those were, yeah, that the the Walking Tall, and there's one other one with The Rock that I can't remember what it was called off the top of my head. But yeah, but like those, they were like in theaters and like, yeah, they were like real movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he did, they didn't do the rundown, did they? Yeah. That's that the, it. That was the other that one. That yeah. movie's actually really good. Yeah. Walking Tall and the Rundown. Yeah. The Rundown is hysterical. 
hysterical. Yeah. I, I know I saw those movies back in, you know, like 2004 or whatever, but I don't remember them. It, the The rundown is good. Yeah. It makes me laugh so hard because yeah. it's just – because The Rock is – um. You know, he's this big burly dude, but he's hilarious too yeah. on top of it. And then you've got what's that guy's name? Sean Michael Scott or whatever is yeah, the other dude. That's in a it. name. And uh he is hilarious too. Yeah. The guy who plays Stifler in American Pie. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, he is funny. He is I mean, it's it's great. It's a good yeah. movie. If you haven't seen it, there you go. <laughs> Give you something to do. Let's see, what else do we have? Oh, we, I thought we were gonna talk about uh Cheap cars we were going to buy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got that. Okay. So if you all are looking to buy a a car, brand new car. You insist on buying a brand new car, but you also insist on paying as little money as possible for it. We got. Yeah. Just not necessarily a wise decision to make. Because you could buy, because you could buy a car that's three years old. <laughs> Correct. With all the bells the, and whistles, spend the same amount of money, but it has all the bells and yeah, whistles. Yeah, it actually, you know, has like glass windshields and stuff <laughs> in it. <laughs> um, okay, so here are if you are look if you have to go out and buy a new car, yeah. but you are on a major budget, right? Here are the top three cheapest cars of 2022. If you can actually find them anywhere. If you can find them somewhere. That is correct. Number one on the list. Or should we start at number five and go down? Well, there's only Do three. Like, oh, sorry. There, it doesn't really. Okay. They're not they're really ranked. They're all about ranked. the same. Yeah. Okay. Um, number one. Here's a trivia question for you. Okay. You already know the answer. But, yeah. Um, what is but the, I forget the answer. What is the average transaction price? For a new car. A new car. Yeah. This so, year. Yeah. So comment like what is the average price of a new car right now? Of a like, new car right now. Right now mm-hmm. If you were to go buy a new car and get an average new car, yeah. what would the price be? Yeah. And also maybe comment what you paid for your first car. Hey, there just you go. So we can like compare. That's interesting that too, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so I have to say I've never had a new car, I don't think. No, I've never had a new yeah. car. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So number one, or well, first on the list um, is the Nissan Versa. Mm -hmm. Um, Its price increased only $100 from this year to next year or to 2022. Yeah. Um, The price that you can buy a Nissan Versa, which gets you 122 horsepower Four-cylinder, turbo, nothing engine, manual transmission, and uh, it is roomy, though, $16,055. That's really cheap. That's pretty cheap. But, I mean, even if you're buying a Nissan Versa, like, you're not buying, buying that one. I mean, like you're buying. where are you're, you uh, finding the base yeah, model like of anything? Right, you're buying the, like. LT or whatever that's got like air conditioning and an automatic transmission like, and yeah like yeah a radio <laughs> and oh, yeah. cruise control cruise something. control yeah so I I mean realistically that's probably more like twenty two twenty five thousand so but you're actually yeah. I mean like the model that people are actually going to buy yeah so good luck finding the sixteen thousand dollar brand new Nissan yeah. Versa but it does exist <laughs> but also out like there. Just buy like a 2017 Nissan Versa. <laughs> it's gonna everything be, it's, in it. Yeah, it's going to be like $9,000, <laughs> and it's going to like be nicer than that probably. Exactly. Um, next on the list is the Mitsubishi Mirage. 
Now, you know what its claim to fame is? Yeah. What was, I'm getting off track here. What was that one car that was like the most stolen car? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. It was something. It was a Camry so, or something. Yeah, it was it? like a Toyota Camry. Yeah, or, yeah. It, but it was like a 1996 <laughs> one or something. It was like, it was yeah. a specific year and it was yeah. like so old. Yeah. And we're like, why would anyone yeah. steal that? Yeah. So buy a 96 yeah. Camry instead of the. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, get up on that insurance money. Um, so the Mitsubishi Mirage, um, its claim to fame. For the $15,290 price tag, you get 41 miles to the gallon on the highway and, claim to fame, least powerful car on sale today. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the towing capacity on that bad boy? <laughs> I can't tell you. It gets 40 miles per it, gallon, but it can't go uphill. It has, right. You have to like Fred Flintstone it to get it up the hill. It has No, a, but like if you were like a little old lady that just drove around town. Yeah. That's like seriously, like, what else perfect. do you need? Right. Right. Um, for $15,000 for a brand new car, I mean, with a great warranty and stuff on mm -hmm. it. Um, the Mirages, are you ready for this? 76 horsepower, three cylinder engine. <laughs> that, yeah, it's like this big of a car and it will go yeah. on flat surfaces. Here, I'm, I'm derailing the conversation again. In Italy, you have to be like 16 or whatever to get your driver's license. Yeah. But if you they make these like electric cars that are real, 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 real tiny and you can drive those without a license when you're like 13 or something like that. No. -uh. So in Italy there are all these like, you know, early teens driving these itty bitty little electric cars that can only go like 12 miles per I mean, you could go to Walmart whatever. and buy the Hot Wheels right. uh, John Deere tractor for yeah. But they're, <laughs> you know, same. but like it's all unique cuz it's all these like super old narrow streets, so it's not like you can like you know, right, you're not taking off and driving right, fast anyway. Right, but yeah. yeah, these cars are hilarious, and you can you That's can so legally funny. drive it when you're like 13 or 14 years old. It's like those smart car things. Yeah, it's like that, but like fully electric and like even smaller. That's crazy. It's more like a golf cart. Yeah, it's like a golf cart that looks like a car. Yeah, well, kind of looks like a car. Sorta <laughs> looks more like a car than a golf cart. All right, so and then number three on the list is. Uh, the Chevrolet Spark. Yeah. Um, it is the smallest and cheapest car on the market in 2022. They continued the Fiat 500, so uh, this kind of takes its place. It is now the smallest car in the U.S. and comes with the smallest price uh, at $14,595. It's the only vehicle available for less than fifteen grand. But it does manage to stuff four doors and a ooh, 98 horsepower full four-cylinder engine into its tiny yeah. package. Hey, it's better than the 76 horsepower three-cylinder yeah. Mitsubishi. So, Well, I mean, you can knock those sparks because they are funny-looking little cars. But before the car I had before the one I have now is a Chevy Sonic, which is just like a step above that, really. Yeah. And I like that car quite a bit. Yeah. And the car I have now is a Chevy Cruze, which is really just kind of a step above that one. And I like it quite a bit, too. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, if uh, the Spark 
fits what you're doing, I think you'll probably yeah. be happy with it. Again, I mean, if you're driving back and forth to Columbus every day, probably not the no. safest vehicle and the best vehicle for you to be out driving on the highway all the time. No, but if in you're case just of an commuting accident, but yeah, I mean, town, if you're driving I bet, around here, I bet or whatever, the safety. I bet the safety on those isn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're probably right, but you know, you get crunched by a semi on the highway with in one of those. It's yeah. not. Well, I mean, you're going to get crunched by a semi on the highway if you're in a Mercedes like S class or whatever, too. Well, I know, but if you're in a like a more substantial vehicle, yeah. I would feel like a little safer. So you've got the Nissan Versa, the Mitsubishi Mirage, and the Chevrolet Spark. Yep. Hey, and here's the best thing about those cars. They're so small, you could actually put them under your Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) And the good news is if it breaks down, you just pick it up and carry it. You just put it it in the back of like a regular size vehicle. (laughs) Put it in the trunk. (laughs) Yeah, you just put it you put it in a trunk of like an 86 Buick or whatever. (laughs) Drive it over to the service center. (laughs) poor toad truck people they just don't have a chance (laughs) yeah they they the tow truck people send the pickup truck to go get it because you can just throw it in the back seat yeah or back uh bed so i heard something today too and i think this is such a good idea okay and i don't it's like my god that's so obvious why did i not think about this so for several years when Jamie and I bought our land and we yeah. were clearing it, we bought um, for Christmas, we did live Christmas trees. So oh, like bald and yeah. burlap, right? you know, and then so you use it and you have to be really careful with them. You have mm-hmm. to keep them watered. Yeah. And they're a little harder to maneuver around and stuff. But then we had our land, so we would just take them out and plant, plant them. them. Yeah. And some lived, some didn't. Uh, you had to be careful with them. You had to kind of wean them back outside because mm-hmm. you can't, like, shock them yeah. and throw them right back out in the cold and whatever. But our very first one was a white pine. And that thing is probably, I don't even know. It's it's so tall. I can't even explain how big it is Yeah. Now. But anyway, um, so there are Christmas tree farms now, and I don't know why I didn't think of this, that allow you to rent a live tree. So they're mm-hmm. potted. Yeah. And so then you return it. And it's so you're not cutting down the Christmas trees. And, yeah. you know, God knows where they end up afterwards. They say that very few of them are recycled right or they used just for dry even, up and be- become they just a fire people hazard. toss them along the road or they get yeah. in a landfill or whatever so there are christmas tree farms now and i don't know if there's one around here but i think that's such a good idea that you can rent the tree so you go and you pick out the tree you want it's in a pot you take it home you keep it for like three weeks mm-hmm. decorate yeah. it then you take it back to the farm and they said that people are actually like developing relationships with these trees and like they'll come back and get the same tree every year and like really yeah and like people will name it and they grow of course like you know my name you've gotten so big jimmy the tree that's no that's (laughs) what they had people saying like literally they're like oh look how much you've grown this year i'm so proud of you and like weird things like that but i think that's kind of cool yeah because you can go back and and see how it's developed over the year and um then get the same tree and you know eventually they say that the life of them in the pots is about 10 years or something like that you know some longer some not some outgrow 
all of them. the longer the ones that. So when well, that's I, the me thing and my too. sister were little, my my parents did. But you said a few three times that I know of, they took the tree and then planted it in the yard. Yeah, and ten years is about how long they lived. So there you go. Maybe, maybe that's the lifespan, regardless. I think it's really such a good idea, and what a fun, you know, just family thing to go out and find your tree again. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the idea of going out like on a you know a tree farm and cutting down your Christmas tree and that kind of thing. But man, it sounds like a pain in the butt at the same time. Well, I know we <laughs> have several and everything. Well, yeah, but the you know if they're in a pot, then you're not killing it, so that's yeah. good. But um, no, we do have some Christmas tree farms around here. I know the one we went a couple years and did that, and um, so you go and you pick it out, and they. Um, you call them mm-hmm. and tell them where you're at and then they come with a four wheeler and they'll bring yeah. it back for you. So you don't have to like, yeah, Austin a mile over hill and Dale. Yeah. And, and then, um, they have like a wrapper that will wrap right. it up in netting yeah. and stuff like that. Little, little full, lots yeah. of a lot of sap, <laughs> little full, a lot of sap. <laughs> and it, they have like a shaker too. So oh, like yeah. you get stick the squirrels it out. Yeah. Get the squirrels out. So Clark <laughs> Griswold. Squirrel. Man, whoo. What just happened? <laughs> I was just sleeping. I was in. just sleeping in that tree. <laughs> and some dude started shaking it. <laughs> it's not cool. I'm a squirrel and I sound like, <laughs> sound like <laughs> teaching John. I know, right? It's just a little it's just a little woozy. That was like that poor owl that got stuck in the oh, Rockefeller no. tree last year. That was so sweet. It was the cutest little thing. Yeah. It had to be so confused. I would have been. Like, where am I? I was just sleeping <laughs> in this tree, man. Oh well. But yeah. So I don't know how we got from cars to I know. Somehow we Yeah, somehow we've been talking for an hour. Haven't said anything. Did we have the weather? No. No um, talk about weather. Is that it? That's the weather. Oh, you did. We do have the weather. I thought you meant had we talked about it yet. Oh no. Do we have the weather? Yeah, we've got yeah, the weather. You're so on top of things, James. Thank you. Um, yeah, today is going to be quite cool as compared to what we've had in the past uh several days. Uh partly cloudy skies, highs of 37, lows of 21. But then looking on to tomorrow on Thursday, where everyone is going to be in panic mode, (laughs) running around, Uh, partly cloudy skies there too, highs of 47, lows of 38. And then Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, look at that, highs of of 55, highs of 63 on Christmas Day, certainly not uh, conducive to a white Christmas, but we're going to have a wet Christmas instead. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you weren't planning on doing stuff outside. Probably weren't. So, yeah. and maybe it will, maybe it won't. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. It could change between now and then. So. Well, um, tomorrow, <clears throat> I'm hoping that we can make, or maybe going to have a musical guest on the show. <gasps> We're really? still, I'm still trying to work it out and we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'm hoping we can get this person to come in. She's crazy talented. Yes. And she's working on an interesting Christmas related fundraiser right now. Oh. <gasps> With the uh, Marquet. So hopefully we can Wonderful. talk about that tomorrow. Yes. And so just tease that a little bit. Okay. Have something more substantial to talk about <laughs> than <laughs> what we did today. Then Christmas yeah. movies, The Golden Girls and... Uh, the Golden Palace. The Golden Palace. Yep. Now I have to find it. Yep. I just... I wonder how you go about finding something like that. 
Google. Google it. Yeah. It's I, probably on YouTube somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, okay, feel good story to end the program. How's that? Because sometimes we get, you know, negative. We don't want to do that. So actually I have two feel good stories. Okay. So there are two Ohio oh, here, siblings. Here we go. Here's oh, an article. The Golden Palace comes to Hulu on January 10th. Happy New Year. There you go. Yeah. And Entertainment now you know. Weekly. Oh, man. We were just talking about Cheech and Chong. Here's Cheech and Chong guest starring on the Golden Palace. No, they are not. Yeah. I love that the picture went away and turned into an ad. I can't show you. Oh. And I was okay. dropping everything. Well, if you want to. Oh, for the love of Pete. <laughs> That's not Pete. That's, that's Cheech Merritt. That's Cheech. <laughs> and if you want to see Tommy Chong, he's on that 70s show yeah. all the time. Um, no, feel good story of the day. Two Ohio siblings have donated now. Are you ready for this? So, Well, let's go back. They started several years ago <clears throat> in 2015, and they were in high school. And <clears throat> they are members of an like an online, like a virtual school that's mm -hmm. a statewide Ohio okay. virtual school. And they started with a mission. They wanted to help children who are in the hospital on Christmas. Okay. And so, of course, and I don't know if you all know this, but Nationwide Children's Hospital is the largest um, pediatric hospital in the country. Okay. So they wanted to help the kids that were in the hospital during Christmas. Mm -hmm. So they started in 2015, and they... That year, so the cool thing is they're in an all-Ohio school, so they had kids from all over the state were able to reach out to their communities and stuff like this and help, and then they went out and they started um, setting boxes in different places and whatever. So six years ago, they began, and <clears throat> I'm trying to think what, I see what their names are. Why do I not know what their names are? Tyler? Slavin. Oh, Tyler and Monica Slavin. Okay. Um, so they started out several years ago. And the first year, what did I tell you that they did? Um, oh, 800 toys. They 800 got, toys. That's which a lot is of toys. A ton. That was in 2015. They collected 800 toys and donated them to Children's Hospital. Okay. One year later, in 16, they doubled it. They got 1,700 toys. It's a lot of toys. That's a ton of toys. In 2017, they got 3,000 toys and donated it to Children's Hospital. Very good. So again, you're Keep just going like, up. Keep going up. This thing's yeah, blowing just up. Blowing up. Yeah. Proud of them. Are you ready? 2018, they broke the hospital's record for the single largest donation with 9,200 toys. That was an 18. It's a lot of toys. It is. 2019 blew it up. 20,300 toys. That's insane. What do you mean? 20,300 like, toys. How do you even go toys. about distrib like distributing that? I don't know. They say every year the toys are packed in a U-Haul yeah. vehicle and various cars and taken directly say, to the kids. That's like a fleet of U-Hauls. Yep. They said, uh, once you get on the hospital property, this is a quote from them, it's just phenomenal. They're so friendly and welcoming and spirited. It's a true joy to be around. Um, 
They say not only do these toys bring holiday cheer to the children and their families, but they also take their focus off of being in the hospital. Yeah. Can you imagine being a kid in the hospital at Christmas time? But, I mean, if nothing else, yeah. just having someone show up with yeah. toys for you. I mean, that'd be really hard These regardless. kids are amazing. Yeah. But yeah, that, that is really awesome. And that, I mean, that's so much. I mean, it's so 20, much. 20,300. Like, how do you, like, how do they 19. even, like, how are they even, like, equipped to be able to, like, deal with that when that much stuff comes in? I don't know. They're high school kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, they're probably not now, but they're a right. bit older now. But, um, I mean, they're, they're still kids. They're I mean, still young. Yeah, they're still young. Yeah. And that is just an amazing feat. And, you know, kids get a bad rap, and it's like, you know, these are good kids doing good things. So good for them. That's awesome. Absolutely. It's funny how things like that take off. Yeah. Like you just never know. You create a monster with it's it. true. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, we have talked for an hour about. Not much. We don't know. But, but thank we you. talked for an hour. We appreciate yeah. those of you who are listening to us. That's talk right. about not much for an hour. That's right. So thank you for tuning in. We greatly appreciate you. And hopefully our musical guest yeah. will be here tomorrow hopefully. because that's going to be, yeah. if we can swing it, she'll be great. Yeah. Um, and then another thing we I don't think we've mentioned on air yet, we will be off the air on Friday. Yes. And then we are taking the week off the week after Christmas. Yes. Yeah, so you and I are, we're going to disappear and they won't, they won't yeah. notice. So what we're going to do next week is we I've put together a compilation of our best episodes from the past year. <gasps> That's so, so we're going to go back in Thank time you. and watch the best of Main Street TV oh. the week in between Christmas and New Year's. That will be so fun. Yeah. So, re- yeah. so kind of reruns, if you will. Yeah. See yep. if we can go into syndication. See if we can go, <laughs> man, dude. If we could do that, we could take like six months off the <laughs> year. We could just do we could do like half the year. Six and months then, live, six oh, months. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Somehow I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. Like Jimmy Kimmel and those guys, they take an off season, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a clip on YouTube yesterday. Jimmy Kimmel and this YouTuber guy <laughs> built the world's largest T-shirt cannon. It's like looks like a civil. <laughs> it like looks like a civil war cannon, and they took it to a, I think it was MetLife Stadium, one of the like really really big stadiums, and they shot like a T-shirt like the length of the field out of the I was stadium. Say, did they blow it like through the roof and yeah. out of well, the stadium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it went, just like, went through. Yeah, it made, yeah, it went over the roof. <laughs> and he, he's like, the guy's like, man, we could have like shot it all the way into the parking lot of the. Like the, the legal team wouldn't let us like let us do it, but they wouldn't let us. <laughs> they have no sense of humor. Yeah, they yeah uh, they had it on like one third power or whatever, and it went out of the state. <laughs> it's all well and good till someone loses an eye from a t-shirt <laughs> cannon. Yeah, so look that up. It was really funny. Nice. But yeah, right. best of Main Street TV the yeah. week after that is our Christmas gift to you. There you go. We're not here. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We're gonna leave you for yeah. a week. <laughs> Yep. So, no, it just so happened that you and I both had something planned and we were like, oops. <laughs> I, I think this will be a tradition. No, I think, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. For sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a lot of fun today. We hope that you've uh, laughed along with us, not at us or either no, way. I'll, t- I'll take it either way. As either long way, as, you're as long watching. as you're laughing. <laughs> so have a great day and we'll be back here tomorrow. Bye, guys. Thanks.